What up? What's up, brother? <laughs> long weekend. Yeah, man. Long and good weekend. A long time ago that we had a Zoom meeting, right? Yeah, man. Long time we had a Zoom meeting and long time we got to chill in person. Yes. <laughs> Even we have just four hours in between <laughs> Miami and Tampa, but it's busy, right? Busy, man. In a good way. In a good way. I mean, yes. we're, we're both very busy. Once you move out of town, you know, it's not that easy sometimes to meet up. But it's all good. We met up. We had a good weekend. You yes. pulled up on me in um, Clearwater. So <laughs> that was fun. Yeah, it was a nice event, man. A lot of good, nice people. I see a T-shirt all day running. Yes. Clearwater nice. Marathon. Clearwater. I'm and you did it. it. I'm repping it. So... Yeah. yeah. So for those who don't know, we had the Clearwater Marathon this past weekend with All Day Running Co. I ran my first marathon. I did it just under four hours. And of course, Constantine showed up support and we had a good time. We're going to get into all the details. We did some ice baths, some saunas. And some ocean. <laughs> some ocean, fire pits smoothies um good vibes networking i mean all the things that we that we do you know yes yeah man i mean i i can introduce myself uh, quick for those i don't know who don't know me right so um my name is constantine i live in tampa work in tampa and work at pride strength training so we're mostly focusing on or like specializing assessments too uh, from beginner to early from adult to uh, from kids to adults so um me and we can talk about today is also like after you run right and what is important i think for every runner um to know like what can you do after run before run um you know everything or like when you explain just what happened to you and what helped you to yeah recover faster or yeah yeah so um first off i want to start off by saying i'm not an elite runner i'm an average runner recreational runner i um yeah my first marathon i've done multiple half marathons is my first marathon i have done training i have been training i haven't done full out training like if you were trying to race like if you're trying to race to compete and get a crazy good time so there's other steps that involve that that I know about that I haven't done. But I can tell you from running a marathon, it is tough. It's a lot of hours on your feet, four hours on your feet. The fastest runner in the world ran it in like under two hours. Imagine that. That's crazy. That's a, a half of the time that I ran. Just like one round, right? One round. Like two rounds in one. So, well, so <laughs> that's I mean, crazy. But the average runner in the world, say male, female, the average time will be around maybe 4.30, 4 hours and 30 minutes to like maybe five hours or so, just mm-hmm. to put it in perspective. But um, there's no easy way around it. You got to put the work in. You got to put the time in. You have to You have to run. I mean, you have to get your feet used yeah. to being on the pavement. You got to get your, your joints used to pounding the ground. You got to do some strength training and um, yeah, 
I mean, as you know, after the marathon, I was super dizzy. I couldn't even like sit up. I threw up. And it's because I'm still learning on, on what to do and what not to do. I wasn't taking in enough sugar. Um, electrolytes. Electrolytes, yeah. Like it's, it's a few things that I might have took too much water too fast. So like it's mm-hmm. it's a balance. So um, now I ain't going to lie. I, went, I did some cryo. So the next day I did cryotherapy. I did some localized um, cryo on my knees and my thighs that helped me out. I um, I've been stretching. And I'm already almost back. Was it two, three days? I'm already almost back. I'm still a little sore. Went to the gym today, ran one mile, just to loosen up. Feel good. But um, you probably know more than me about certain routines, mobility. I think the mobility work is important. Something I haven't been doing a lot, like mobility work and stuff like that. Yeah, I mean, important is like, um, first of all, like, what are good mobility exercises you can do, right? And stretches. Um, then also like for runners, um, are the hamstrings very important, right? Hamstrings, uh, Achilles. So everything what, um, has to do with specific running movements. Um, there are some exercises you can do, but mostly it's nicer to see on, uh, like in person or if I have a picture or videos, what I can do. Or maybe even with you next time when you come over to the place, right? But as a runner, it's important like to work on the hamstrings uh, because it's mostly quadriceps dominant, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, same thing for other sports or soccer players, example. Um, so it's important to do the work there, uh, work on anchor stability, do exercises, for example, balance. Um, same thing for knee mobility, ankle mobility, hip mobility. If you just do like one or two exercises for each joint, for example, um, before your workout, uh, you can reduce the risk of getting injured, right? And have also like a smoother run and that your muscles also function in, in the full range of motion, how they should function. Um, that's really important. Um, that's why you include your stretchings, especially when you have or had a run. Um, best time is really after, I don't know, 10 to 20 minutes after your run to do some light stretchings, um, to relax the muscles, right? To not get cramps more, like, um, um, reduce the fatigueness and all this, um, an ice bath, right? In this case helps yeah. too. Um, so, and then carbohydrates, uh, back, you know, to fill the, the, the carbohydrates into the muscles, uh, again. So there's some things you can do for sure. And oh, what we do here is also like those assessments, right? When I mentioned some stuff we do here is like to test um, uh, when it comes to changing and break, uh, break and changing directions, for example. And we have some assessments, uh, how we can show you how you can prevent injuries in the future, especially when it comes to running uh, ACLs, for example. Um, uh, and the other... Uh, any other hip injuries, knee injuries, uh, ankle injuries, like what you wanted to avoid, um, is something we can take a look into with our assessments and get a really good uh, picture and data to see what could help you and what could you do for the future to make it better, right? And mm. um, that's why I look also forward to the day when you come over to the set t- testing to show also other people how this works and that they yeah. can benefit from this, right? 
for sure. I'm looking um, forward to that. Yeah. So, um, I mean, if there are specific things, it's always um, to do as practice, right? So it has to be always in person, mostly. So I can talk about all this stuff, but like you have to do it. You have to repeat it. You have to, to see yeah. how it works and then do it with your training. And maybe there's also a good idea to give you some exercises, for example, and you just see how you progress with this over yeah. time and how it uh, uh, makes you running better, for example. Yeah, yeah I was going to say, so what do you think? Because I study a lot of runners now. Like I look up, mm. I, I watch every day, I'm learning something. They say it's not like, I don't know if it's static stretching. I don't, I don't know the term they use, but mm -hmm. overstretching before a race or run is not good. Like, you don't want to get your muscles too relaxed, right? Yeah, because, I mean, you, you also damage the muscle in a way if you do a very intense static stretch, for example, not a dynamic stretch, right? Yeah, yeah. So it's like you have, like, micro um, tears or something in your muscles, right? Like, super small um, tears in your muscles. So you have to be careful that you don't overdo it. So that's why it's better to do mobility and some dynamic stretches before yeah. you go into running, um, a good warm-up, right? And then after where your muscles are so tight, then you can go more into like a static stretch. But I say a 1 to 10 from intensity, for some somebody who is a beginner, I would always stay in the in the middle of the of this range and then increase if you feel it's needed and it's, it still feels like a stretch, but not like does it starts hurting. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Also, man, a, a pain that I felt really strong was my lower back. Mm. After like... It can come from glutes sometimes also. Yeah, right? It's all connected, right? Yeah. So that's something so, I, I realize I need to work. Because after a mile, like, I don't know, 15 or so, that lower back pain was almost worse than the cramp, almost, you know, my thighs. Everything uh, tied up. So that's why, um, especially here, it's also important to stretch your hands, stretch your uh, glutes. And if you don't have the right glute activation, what is also really important for runners, glute activation, hamstring, right? Everything, uh, what is the backside of your body. Um, if you do, for example, um, some exercise with like resistant bands, you know, like the small bands. Yeah, yeah. I need to get put it around your knees or your ankles. Do like, for example, monster walks or like lateral steps and this kind of stuff. Um, uh, abductions, right? Everything where you can also activate um, the small uh, gluteus muscle, the big one. Um, so it's mostly about activation and um, that you also use the muscle because if you don't use the muscle, then your body is compensating with other muscles. And yeah. then this is where you get the pain in your knees yep. or somewhere else, you know? Exactly. I think that's exactly, yeah. that's what happened to me on my last Hell on the Hill main, the half mm -hmm. marathon up and down the hill. I was using muscles that I never used before because there's no hills here. There's no, I couldn't yeah, tell you. not used to it. In Miami. So <laughs> that was even worse. I don't know about Tori, that was even worse than the, than the, than the fool as far as pain yeah. and cramps go. Just crazy, man. Yeah, especially when it goes up and like down. Where you, um, the worst is like, like not going up; it's more like going down. This is where you have the most pressure uh -huh. uh, yeah. and on your knees because you have to break and your your weight is always you know pushing your your your, your joints 
and this and makes it's crazy because it feels it feels better at first going down because when you're going up it's it's yeah, tough. Yeah. you know you feel it like oh but going down on your legs <laughs> yeah fatigue. but then when yeah. you're going down it feels easier but it's doing more damage yeah. yeah it's harder because you have to break all the time when you and and stop right you decelerate most of the time you know wow that's crazy man so yeah man we got a lot to do man we got a lot we got to see each other more hopefully we can both link up for an event yeah that would be dope get you, <laughs> get you back in the running yeah i know i'm for me the same thing like now after my stuff was my knees and ankle i'm starting to run maybe 20 30 minutes a day you know um it's good get something in easy um i mean i also was more weight right so yeah yes true 220 pounds almost or something so i have to get a little bit lighter <laughs> by the way i weighed myself my goodness yeah. i weighed myself when i was at the cryo uh, i lost a lot of weight bro i'm at it said, it said 168 168 i never yeah. been that low but that i mean my average weight Typically, like last year around the same time, 185. I've always fluctuated between like 180, 185. Once I started running, I dropped down to the 176, 177. And then now I weighed myself yesterday, 168, bro. That's crazy. We're so, to get some cops in. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't like that weight too much, to be honest. It's a little too yeah. I feel good. I feel great. I'm light, but I, yeah. you know. Important is also for you, like to um, to remember always that if you lose too fast weight, right, and you your calorie deficit is too high because of your activity and everything, you will lose muscle mass. Oh, I lost it for sure. You know, and to build this muscle mass up, it takes you quite of time, right? Especially when you don't do much weightlifting, right, mm -hmm. or focusing more on running. Yeah. But you have to keep the balance because if you lose muscle mass, your risk of injury is much higher, especially when it comes to your joints and your tendons, ligaments, right? So that's why it's important to keep this up and maintain those muscle mass. So important is here to eat enough protein, you know? So you have you should have at least 180 gram or 200 gram a day on protein on which, a daily basis. Which I'm definitely not hitting. Yeah, and you have to because... Think about it. if you don't eat enough or even calories or protein, your recovery takes more time, and your 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 ligaments, tendons, they they can recover, right? So they are built up with this. So you need protein either way. So to make it better, and if it makes you better and recover better, you will also get better in running, get better in recovery, so you get better results in the long term. You know. Yeah, I haven't been taking a lot of. Pro I mean, I've been, you know, I eat, but um, my protein shakes is something I haven't been doing. Like, get that to get that extra, say, sixty grams of protein to a day or something like that. I haven't been doing that at all. And you have to create. Weeks. You have to do habits, you know, and you have creating your habits. Yeah, but now the it's training's over. Man. Yeah, the training's over. I'm like, I'm ready to. I don't know. Figure out what's next. I don't have to run as much now. The running does take a big toll on me. I'm still going to train, but now I want to definitely get my weight up. 
Yeah. And not heavy, heavy, just at least 10 more pounds no. back to, you know. And muscle mass. Muscle. Muscle. I'm like a little shrimp. <laughs> you know, like what, what are like a really big uh, problem is from a lot of athletes or what I see also here, like, you know, in a, in, a, in a kind of age, yeah, you will perform good. You have enough testosterone, your growth hormones, right, and everything, like, but uh, maybe, yeah, they perform good, but they could perform better. Yeah. They don't watch their nutrition. They don't even know what to eat and how to eat or when to eat, right? But if you would start from the beginning with nutrition, because this is the basic, your body is made of nutrition. Yeah. So why would you not give your body what he needs to function right? You yeah. know? And this is a problem for a lot of people or a lot of athletes that they wonder why they don't recover, why they don't get stronger, faster, um, uh, or build more muscle mass and mass overall, right? I mean, a beginner who just starts working out, he can even increase his muscle mass without having like a huge calorie, like over overload on calories, right? But um, there comes a time where you get older and your testosterone production uh, stays lower or like it gets, gets lower, right? So it doesn't grow and grow and grow. And then it's important to go into nutrition. You know, so I would even not take any supplements before I even have reached my full potential before I take other substance, you know. So I have a question. This is something a little different. I don't think we ever spoke about this. Mm. <clears throat> what do you think as far as plant-based diet versus mm. regular diet? And I'm asking you because I follow some people that are the world's strongest man. Is is full is all plant based, and um, this other guy I follow, his name's Rich Roll. He's an endurance athlete. He's all plant based, and they say the benefits of. I mean, it, it you know, it's not one's better. I can say you something. <laughs> not, yeah, I'm not. I'm not asking you to say what's better or what's not. I'm just saying, what do you think? No. As as, yeah. I don't want to say what better, what's not, and what, what should you do, what shouldn't you yeah, not do. No. At the end, you go with what you feel better, right? Yeah, yeah. And if it has a benefit for you, go for it if you feel fine. But if you understand the ATP system, right, in your body, how the body takes the energy, and you think about a plant-based food, it's mostly carbohydrates, right? So it's hard for plant-based to get this kind of easy protein, like if you eat meat and fish and this kind of stuff, right? Yeah, yeah. So somebody who is really active is running a lot or doing powerlifting needs a lot of carbohydrates, right? So of course, this person would burn all the carbohydrates easier than a person who maybe just goes to the gym one or twice a week or not at all. Because if you know some people who are plant-based, most of them, are overweighted or if it's a woman they don't even they are always in a deficit most of the time right and don't maybe eat this kind of overload on carbohydrates because maybe they eat a lot of tofu and some cashew yogurts or uh, you know lentils even yeah. they have uh, carbohydrates but this, the thing is protein from a plant it's not the same as an animal protein. So an animal protein is it's richer when it comes to amino acids, availability. Uh, it's leaner, you know. So, I mean, 
I'm a fan of mixed. Have yeah. both. Have yeah. some lentils, have beans, but have also meat, man. Have fish and all this kind of stuff. There's a reason why God put us all the plants and animals on this planet, right? So there's a benefit and there's a reason why it works. And I tried both sides and I tried many other diets too. Yeah. Um, and if you see studies or movies where they talk about plant-based is better and everybody should go vegan and all this kind of stuff. I mean, it's just your decision. If you feel like this is the right fit for you and it works for you, it's fine. It works for you. But you have also a lot of people who did this for a long time and they got sick. Mm. You know what I mean? So yeah, and they turn back to eating meat again. So, yeah. so you know, and then whatever works you for you. Be, yeah, whatever works for you. But honestly, like, if you want to build muscles, yeah, I know people who got lean with um, a plant-based diet. But then it's a question: How much protein do you need in a plant-based uh, diet? And then how? How much carbohydrates do you have? So you have to burn all those carbohydrates, or you are really tall, or you are very active to burn all this energy to have even a deficit. So and then it, would, it gets pretty hard for you, I think, to maintain this muscle mass, especially when you go on a diet. So you have to take extra supplements, have to drink protein shakes, has to take um, specific amino acids, leucine, for example, right? Um, but then it's a question why we have to supplement so much from the extern when we can do it with the normal nutritional diet with normal nutrition we have available you know what i mean yeah so and if you know how the body functions um then there's no way uh to say vegan or plant-based is better than eating meat okay you know interesting yeah yeah no, for sure. I just wanted to hear your take because I'm 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 doing a little bit of both. Um, yeah, I'm experimenting, and uh, yeah. Hey, did you see the comment in the on your page about the ice bath? Uh, from this guy. Yeah, he said like something about uh, like no benefits or something. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, I think he hasn't explained what he especially means. I think he was, because I saw him, like, I think he's more like in this kind of bodybuilding, so uh, hypertrophy thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So if it comes to bodybuilding and you do an ice bath right after, it is not beneficial for uh, your growth hormones. Like when it comes to to, um, to stimulate your, your body to uh, grow more muscles, right, muscle mass. Um but if it comes to recovery for endurance or for athletes or to just improve the recovery, then it makes sense to do. It, yeah. Know? Yeah. I think he was, he was mentioning Brock Lesnar. Was he a wrestler? I don't know Brock Lesnar. Yeah. I don't think he's a wrestler or something. I'm like, what does that have to do? That's yeah, one person. I mean, uh, yeah, and then also like how, but that's the thing about what most of the people, what, uh, what happens to most of the people, they just listen to other people instead of making their researches. Exactly. You know, and that's, that's the biggest point. So the same thing is for nutrition. If you know how ATP system works, just Google or go on YouTube and put how does ATP works. 
So if you know how this works, then you know even better what to eat and what makes sense to eat. And 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 uh, like certain times, if it comes to before workout, after workout, during your workout. So once you have this and you know how it works, you know, then it's much easier for you to understand how and, and to do it. But if I just listen to somebody because he says this and then other people say, say the same uh, and then other people say something different, um, and that, then this is a point where I feel like both sides don't know. So I have to make my, my own researches or just one side really knows and the other side not, you know, but um, yeah. So that's, I love, that's my I love opinion. It. I love it. I love the ice bath. Uh, yeah. yeah, man, it seems like with the time is, we don't have that much time left. Um, yeah. Is there anything else you want to talk about? We covered a lot of topics. That was good. Ah, man. I mean, if people are there, you know, have questions to you or about something else, at the end, we all just share experience. You know, I don't know everything. You know, I learn even if I have 20 years of experience already, but it's my experience, right? I'm still learning. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm always open for things. Um, if we can help others with the knowledge you already have mm-hmm. to make them better in their daily life, whatever they do, yeah, then just, you know, tune in and, and listen to what we what we talk about, you know, but I'm, I don't want to put myself here like, hey, you have to do this like this or that. I just want people also to just think about and get a different perspective yeah, and not just say, Hey, that's just gray. And that's just black or white. You know, it's like, no, I like that. I'm the same way. Like I said, in the beginning, I'm not a, I'm not a elite runner. I'm average runner. I know what I know from my experiences. I don't claim to know everything. And that's why I'm talking to you to learn more. And whatever I say, I learned from somebody else or somebody close or somebody, an elite athlete, whatever. I'm just sharing my knowledge and my experience. So, yeah, it's all we're all here to grow and learn, and that's that, man. Yeah, man. <laughs> Good talking to you, of course. Yes, brother. So, looking forward uh, next time when you come over, and then um, we will make some nice, um, some nice clips here. I want to do that right. soon. I don't know. I, you know, I, I need to do that. I'm looking yeah. forward to that for myself. I know there's some things yeah. I need to improve. We can find out everything, man. So acceleration, deceleration, like jumping, force plates. We have everything. The remotion system, uh, everything here. So I can give you answers to mostly everything. So that's it. Coach Constantine. What's your Instagram? Coach underscore Constantine? Uh, Is it? Okay. Yeah, just Coach Constantine. I think there's under under. Yeah, you got to put the underscore. And I mean, it's got, fine. If you just if you just put this here, you will find it. I think there's nobody else who calls him Coach Constantine. <laughs> so that's the man right there. And then me, yeah, I'm at JordanH.X. And yeah, man, good talking to you, brother. We talk soon. Yes, brother. Have a good one. All See right. you next time. All right, bro. Bye-bye. Yeah.